0: Thank you for tuning in. This is the Fit Minute Podcast, where we talk all things health, fitness, and lifestyle. And now for the show. Welcome back to the show. I'm your host, Gabby Mazar. And on today's episode, I have Kirby Woods of Qingdao Wellness. He is an acupuncturist, and uh, we're going to talk all about him today, how he got into acupuncture, and why he did, and all of the amazing things that acupuncture can do. It's really, really amazing. It's so cool. I love it. I swear by it. Uh, I've done it a bajillion times, and I've seen amazing, amazing results from it. So welcome to to the show today kirby thank you gabby yeah so why don't we start by tell us a little bit about yourself and how you got into the world of chinese medicine and acupuncture
1: it's one of my favorite stories i, I get to tell people i literally fell into it in 2009 and 2010 almost a year to the date apart i had horseback riding injuries and injured both elbows um, short, short story. In 2009, it was a seven-month recovery. In 2010, I added the only thing different. I just added Chinese medicine, specifically acupuncture. And in three months, I was back um, to work and everything. So in asking a lot of questions to my practitioners, um, how that happened, what that how it came about, they both said, listen, we can do it. We can't teach it. What at school in Phoenix if you like it for yourself, and I haven't looked back since.
0: Yeah. It's so what do you think happened? What was the difference between what you were doing and what changed when you did acupuncture in your, in your healing process?
1: Um, we're taught that, that one of the biggest differences between the modern biomedical paradigm interventions and traditional medicine, specifically acupuncture, um, is, is the theory of, of how healing comes about. In the modern biomedical paradigm, the body is more a mechanical machine. We can adjust levers and pulleys, and push buttons, turn things on and off, and affect health and healing. In traditional medicines, the body is much more um, an all encompassing and completely related entity. That Acupuncture or other medicines like that just tweak those internal work just enough to bring about a lot of on auto um on auto healing so the body taking care of itself I, I believe and i've seen many many times where the body's capacity to, to do things a little better to, to be a little bit stronger is all it needs to be yeah
0: it's pretty i mean you can do acupuncture i mean chinese medicine you, you can use for for anything i Correct. mean even to cancer treatment they they say you so there are so many different treatments they use herbal remedies acupuncture as well so it, it's really amazing the treatments that they can do i've done it myself for stress relief i've done it for inflammation i've done it for migraines uh, um, sinuses and um, uh, allergies so all of the different things you can use it for. And what's interesting is where the points are in your body that you put the needles that they correlate with. Uh, Can you explain a little bit about that too? Because, you know, like the point in your hand that goes to, I think it's your stomach or to your liver, or there's a point in your foot that goes to your Lungs, it, it it correlates differently, so you wouldn't think it's like okay, touch this this point in your toe, or you know, put this needle here in the side of your leg. Explain a little about that about that and how that
1: works. So, the, the theory in Chinese medicine, um, there are twelve main meridians and eight. Of the meridians. Um, they the meridians themselves run on the surface of the meridian. So, the lung meridian um, exits the internal. Uh, in an arena, and it goes through the lungs and actually starts in the large intestine, comes through the lungs, comes out on the chest, and comes down on the arm. This is actually the meridian as it runs. <clears throat> one of the theories of Chinese medicine, the meridian and the organ, um, they're both named the same for obvious reasons. They're connected individually. Uh, something going on in the meridian can affect the function of the organ because of how together so if somebody breaks their arm and they break the radius um, that's on the lung meridian they're very well something we might call shock they start having a little bit of shortness of breath right, and gray right we would call that shock the Chinese kind of with that said no no that's that's chi um, being overexcited kind of doing things that, in other words um so the, the points in themselves um have a certain function and a certain way of opening the channel to help body fluids blood like that move the body but also to affect the field um, sometimes that's overly simplified and translated as energy but it's never been translated that it's us being lazy and trying to something very complicated in terms. Um, it's more of a field. It's more of a uh, regulatory field. So it helps everything to move and, and digest and, warm and hold all these things. Um, as we affect that internal environment, the external environment follows along. Whereas we affect the external environment, it affects the internal environment, depending on where. A disharmony is come into the lung. Um, To make it even more complicated, <laughs> another um, theory of Chinese medicine, it's, it's called the balance method. So the lung um, has a certain time period, a two-hour time frame in the morning where it is its strongest. That same two-hour time period at the evening happens to fall on the urinary. So you can affect... Like you were talking about lung um a lung point on the leg you can affect the urinary bladder and have that energy sort of pass back to the lung you know, that, that lung by um, like using the and, um all kinds of other cool ways um the value of, of having a acupuncturist we have so many hours of hands-on training with patients with fellow students as well as, as classroom, I mean, you're, you're trained how to break the problem down and look at it from many different perspectives and views as possible to come up with the deb- treatment for the patient at this time in this case. So it, It's complicated, but it's really fun.
0: <laughs> yeah. So tell me a little bit about some. Patients that you have worked with and some results that you have seen, maybe some really cool things that you've done with people?
1: Um, Man, I have a lot of stories. Uh, I think I'll share two of of some of my most favorite. Uh, My most, most favorite had an 84 year old um, come in. Uh, She had 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 her diabetes under control for 15 years. Um, unfortunately, the under control means that um, peripheral neuropathy; her feet were tender and sore all the time. Um, she walked very, very in a very particular manner: so very small steps and more of a shuffle. I so take completely. Um, had a heck of a time convincing her that, that acupuncture would work. She's deathly afraid of needles. Um, so I snuck up on her and, and did some scalp acupuncture literally just did on the top of the head here, um, some pretty strong stimulation with needles. And then I had her get up and walk with the needles. In. Um Immediately the pain went away and her gait became much more normal. feet were much more, more spread and a normal pace on each foot. Um, couldn't believe it. Really wanted to know how it was exactly. And fun stuff became one of my, one of my most uh, loyal patients. Um, and that's generally what one of the powers of, of acupuncture itself and, uh, very quickly we will get some pretty cool results. And then cumulatively over time, each treatment builds you get a little bit stronger, a little bit longer. Everything. Um, my, my other really most favorite um, I had a, a woman, middle aged 35, 36, um, come in. Absolutely debilitating um, anxiety. Would get into that to the cycle into a panic attack and just couldn't pull itself down. And really, honestly, would be in a, a fairly manic mode two or three days, and then kind of figure out the, how to how to manage that trigger and kind of get back. This first cycle, um, immediately on the table, she had a pretty severe breakdown, and it was kind of Um, asked me to stay in the room with her so we just talked walked her through it and helped her breathe and things like that Um, immediately noticed that in that process of coming back to herself and and having somebody else to kind of bounce these in addition to the acupuncture we broke that pattern Um, two years later she has never had any any it changed literally changed the way interpreting around her to what point that she became quote unquote normal
0: <laughs> so you can definitely work with people that have anxiety have stress i think that's a really big one today because uh, especially coming out of like the COVID times and people with stress and anxiety, you can work with that. But uh, I think people wanna see like a one and done type thing. And acupuncture is definitely not a one and done. You don't, you can see results after one session, but it's something you wanna maintain, right?
1: Yeah, well, for very acute conditions. So somebody um, stepped off the curb, funny and twisted their ankle, five minutes ago we can we can definitely um very frequently take that pattern and and change it completely right away most other things though unfortunately tend to be more uh, towards that chronic state Uh, and that is definitely takes some time takes um work to bring that pattern back under control and, and readjust how things um are going within within the body so generally speaking, that's cumulative, longer-term type thing. It's, it's not very frequent. It's not one and done.
0: Yeah. I know with my migraines, uh, I was having migraines. I've had migraines since as long as I can remember. And I was having them two, three, four times a month. And they last three days at least three days, every single time, no matter if I took a migraine pill or not. If I took a migraine pill, it would go away and it would come back the next day. Uh, and it was kind of slowly creeping through the night. Um, and I I decided to try acupuncture and I started going once a week and I was doing that for about four months. Mm-hmm. And then I was going every other week and then I went down to once a month uh, and I, I stopped going, um, just life, but I really, since then, I think it's been since maybe June, July of last year, I've had about two mild migraines and I was having migraines. It was about two and a half years that I was having them that frequently, Um, before then I didn't get them that often, but it, it, it was often and they were, they're pretty bad. Uh, and I, since then they have really, really, really subsided. Uh, and I, I mean, I swear by it. It is, it has really been life-changing because if anybody gets migraines, they know how awful they are. It feels like your skull is being crushed and you can't sleep you can't eat and and i just you know mine seem to be different than a lot of other people's because i can still function where some people just can't do anything at all can't get out of bed can't look at light can't i i'm okay with light and sound it's just painful it's just brain crushing pain, no matter what I do, no matter if I'm in a cold, dark room, no matter if I take a bath with an ice pad, nothing, it's just painful. So, uh, that was, that to me was, was that life-changing experience for me. So, um, can you, can you, talk a little bit more about chinese medicine and like the herbal remedies because those those are kind of fun and interesting and like the teas although some of them are pretty gross but they're it's it's interesting because i think i think people think they might be a little bit like hooey, but but they do they do also work i mean they've been around for thousands of years so tell us a little bit about that stuff too um
1: I really have a huge passion for, for the herbs. Um, First of all, even pharmaceuticals come from plant substances, right? My favorite um, pharmaceutical, uh, something that comes in a little white pill with a big B stamped on it. It's called bear or aspirin. Uh, That is actually the inner bark of a very specific type of elm tree. um, And that grows predominantly in South America. Um, so, you can take this, this naturally occurring substance, you can extract from it, in this particular case, salicylic acid. You can concentrate that salicylic acid, you can amp it into a little pill, uh, put, a, put a brand name on it, and, and you can patent that and you can make a good amount of money uh, from something that's going to help people feel better. Um, the difference between herbal medicine and pharmaceutical, though, is, is really concentration. When we're working with the herbal medicines, we're working with the whole roots, the whole leaf, the whole twig, the whole branch, whatever it happens to be, the bark, whatever. Um, we're going to, as much as we can, encourage those secondary metabolites that are stored in that tissue to come into water to make it. Eat. We're going to do that with pressure. We're going to do that with oil, the water, with the herbs in there and, and have a little bit of an exchange, uh, chemistry and all that we're not just pulling that one constituent, like, like in pharmaceutical. we're not just looking for a we're not just looking for a we're, we're pulling all of the, that broad-spectrum secondary metabolite and that's what we're ingesting. In that particular way, we are able to, to have fewer side effects um, and to have a medicine that's really very easy for us to ingest break down and, and get into our system where it can do the work we're looking for. So it's, it. you're right. The, the medicine's not the most pleasant. They don't generally smell very good. They don't generally taste very good. Um, if they're done in the traditional <clears throat> methods, they take some time to get together with it. As the saying goes, all, all good things come to those who wait. So it's well worth it um, to, to help with that, time investment, that flavor, that smell, you know, things like that. We do have uh, many, many companies that will make, sometimes they're called patent herbs. Um, I personally like prepared. They're put into tablets and even um, granules that can be ingested. Um, like we more likely what we would do with a, with a vegetable. So it helps with compliance. It helps with the taste. It helps the, the overall time investment um, and still can very quickly make a difference um, it, there's literally thousands of them, and, and they're all based on pattern. So, somebody with the common cold is not going to get the same uh, herbal treatment as somebody uh, with a flu or with sinus congestion from allergies versus uh, from uh, overeating or, or something like that, right? Now, all the pattern gets broken down. And that's how the, that's where the power really comes in with Chinese medicine: how to make treatment match this individual individual disease pattern. This, this, this.
0: And not just Tylenol.
1: And not just Tylenol. Yeah, correct. Right.
0: Yeah. And what's what's interesting is with pharmaceuticals, there are a lot of side effects, and then you take something to counter the side effects of the pharmaceutical medication that you're taking right so you have whatever pill this is and then you're taking you know you get stomach pains or diarrhea from this so you're taking something to counteract that and then this one gives you anal leakage so you're taking you know i don't know i'm just making stuff up but you're taking something to counteract that so now you're taking three pills to because you have to take this one when i mean yes granted okay you have to take a bunch of herbs but these are natural things that occur in nature this is not you know something that's created in a lab that's put into a pill that is you know has synthetic things that are put into it that's created from something put in nature you know this is something that you've pulled from bark put into a pill and then put a bunch of crap into it right And, and don't get me wrong. I do. I take thyroid medication every single day. I do take stuff for my migraines because it is necessary. Those things are necessary. I do believe in them. However, I try to do things as naturally as possible, as much as I can, because I believe in that too. I think that, you know, Chinese medicine has been around again, like I said, for thousands of years, and obviously it has Worked for a lot of things, so you know if it ain't broke, don't fix
1: it. <laughs> well, and, and another thing that I think that people kind of get confused about when you're looking at a pharmaceutical, you're really looking at one, one thing. When you're looking at herbal medicine. You might have four, six, ten herbal constituents in that formulation, and the and the idea is really we're going to have something hot and we're going to have something cold is why we want to chase the cold out of the meridian and get rid of that common cold. We don't want it to be so cold that like the stomach can no longer. So we want to have something a little bit warm to help balance that out. It's still going to be a slightly more hot than than not, but we don't want to shock the system. And if we have herbs that are said to go up, then we also want to have some herbs to to go down so that we don't, Send everything all up. You know, now all of a sudden, the patient has high blood pressure and headaches. As everything's coming up to go to get rid of this this cold. Um, so again, you want you want to balance that out a little bit so that the end result is just enough oomph to d- deal with the disease, but also balanced enough to not injure. And and that's that's a little bit different than how we look at things from the modern environmental paradigm.
0: Yeah, absolutely, because you're mixing things specifically for the person with whatever, whatever ailment they have, you know, it's not, you're not just throwing one specific thing in them thinking, okay, so this person has, you know, heart disease, or this person has high blood pressure, or this person has, you know, I don't know, a thyroid disorder, but you're, you have to think about this specific person. All the ailments that they have, and and not treat it just as a whole, right? You know, each person and each individual is different, and I think that's kind of I think that's kind of where we've gone wrong uh, with modern medicine. I think that's kind of I talk about this a lot when I have you know naturopathic doctors on my show because you know with the naturopathic mathic, bleh, bleh, with the naturopathic doctor they sit with you. They talk to you. What is your diet like? What is your exercise like? What is your stress level like? What do you do on a daily basis? What's your job? You know, what's your home life? Do you have kids? Do you have a partner? Do you have, you know, I don't know. Do you walk to work? Do you drive to work? Do you drive an hour to work? So they ask you all of these things because all of these little things matter in how your day goes, and in how your lifestyle is, and in how your health is. And it's the same when you talk about, this, it's it's exactly the same when you're trying to align all your meridians, when you're trying to get the health internally and externally to match. And, you know, with Chinese medicine, that's, that's basically what you're trying to do is say, this is how the body is supposed to be. And this is, we're trying to get that all to be
1: aligned. Right. So. Yeah, exactly.
0: So um, I wanted to ask one more question and now it has gone away from my head. Uh, That's the worst. (laughs) Crap. (laughs) Where did it go? Yeah. Okay. Well, whatever. Anyway. (laughs) uh, So uh, no, it's totally gone. That's great. <laughs> oh well. Anyway, so anyway, so you love acupuncture and you love Chinese medicine. Is there anything you want to tell us that you that you would love to leave with our listeners, or or that you think is really important for people to know or know about acupuncture? Maybe that you know people are afraid of needles and are afraid to try. Anything you think they should know?
1: Um, I, I get asked that quite frequently, actually. Um, there's generally when people meet me for the first time. There's three questions. Um, number one. How is it that Kirby comes from Robert? And I get to explain to them, it doesn't. I lost an argument between my parents. So my name is Robert David, but I go by Kirby. Long story, interesting with that. Second one is they wanna know, does acupuncture hurt? Um, and, and, and that's a, a tough question. In the modern world, we really honestly have almost like a dichotomy. Thing is pleasant, thing is unpleasant. It hurts, it's fun, it, whatever it is. And in ancient worlds, every, life was much more on a continuum, right? So there's going to be some sensation. It's, there's going to be some, some interesting things going on. Um, and, and we want to talk about that. We want to we make sure that you understand why it is that I'm doing what I'm doing and what and, might come up, how it is that there is no doubt. It's, it's, it's a partner. I'm going to work hard to, to help you. And then finally... Um, when there's lots of resistance, they will say, okay, needles, not my thing. Uh, the picture that I, that I seem to get the most um, ooh and ah with, if one thinks about the thinnest hypodermic needle that they've ever seen, usually for blood, 30 of my tools can fit in the end of that hypodermic needle. We're dealing with something that's completely different, um, that has a very different I'm not injecting anything into the skin. I'm not taking anything out. I'm I'm simply just what's going on with the body. So generally, that's where I get people. What? <laughs> and and some cool things. So those are those are things that I like to share.
0: Well, that's pretty interesting. That's really small. <laughs> yeah. My sister is deathly afraid of needles. She will probably hate me for telling the story, but she'll never listen to this. So she uh actually went into like not like a seizure but had like a like a episode and like her eyes rolled back into her head one time from getting (laughs) like getting an IV and like it was (laughs) I think it's funny but it's because she's my sister it's funny not funny but like deathly afraid of needles I've had to hold her hand a couple times but she's been open and interested in trying acupuncture for migraines and I think it would help her to know that the needle is that small, for sure.
1: Um, I had an interesting story. I had a, a patient, uh, same kind of thing. Um, he had to do for insurance. He had to do some blood work. So the nurse, traveling nurse, comes to his house and he sits down on his couch and she rolls out on her little tray, everything she needed. He took one look and went, Ugh. <laughs> it comes back and he's like, okay, it's all done, right? She's like, no, I haven't started. I haven't started. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of the level of anxiety he has with needles. Uh, he came in to to see me. Um, I gave him a full-on treatment. And at the very last minute or so, he started to kind of break out in a little bit. Of a Pulled the needles out. He never passed out, never had any problem whatsoever. In fact, um, kind of walked out like he was 10 feet tall uh, because he actually had some needles in. and didn't pass out. I was kind of proud of himself. So oh, uh, it, it's really, really cool to see those kind of conversations and, and treatment unfold and the patient get what they need and not necessarily have an issue. It's, it's fun. Yeah. To
0: I mean, and they're very they're small too. It's not, I mean, they're what, like.
1: I, I use a uh, one inch needle. Um, yeah. So it's the actual needle itself, one inch long. I don't use all of that skin. That yeah. I can on certain points in in certain ways or whatever are therapeutic benefits of that. But generally speaking, it's very small. It's it's used. I just need to get a little bit of a oomph.
0: Yeah. And as far as, as far as hurt or pain, I would say for the most part, there are, for the most part, it's a little like a, like a, Oh, you know, Oh, it felt like you feel it, you know? you don't feel much, like you just feel something, right? Like something poked you, you know, obviously there are some points or some areas that are more sensitive. Like the hands are a little more sensitive, or there are some points on the feet that are a little more sensitive. Um, and then there are some times like when you adjust the needle that you feel a little bit of a zing.
1: Um,
0: but that subsides really quickly. It's not, it's not, painful, like, Oh my God, I can't stand this. This hurts so bad. It's like a, Oh, like, Ooh, okay. I felt that. And then it's, it's gone, you know? And I have heard, I have had some people explain to me when they have had a, an ac, a, an acupuncture session, um, like after leaving or during their session that they cry or that they have had feelings of, extreme relief or just like a weight lifted. I I myself didn't don't experience that, but I do feel just different, you know, especially if you do like the the, the needling, if there's like a, a a tight muscle or like a muscle spasm or pain or tightness in a certain spot, um definitely felt uh like if I have a point where, you know, you push and it's like, do you feel pain here? Yeah. Okay. That hurts. Okay. And you put a needle there and then you take the needle out when the session's over. Do you feel pain here anymore? No, pain is gone. I mean, and and I have explained, you know, when I, when I did it with the person I did it with, I was like, she's a magician. Like, this lady is, what is she's doing witchcraft? Because sometimes it's like, how is this even, how is it even possible? It is, it's, it's crazy. It's just absolutely kind of, it is, it's magic. It's like, it is like it's magic because sometimes you really don't believe it, but it, it is helpful it does work and i do i i am a believer i highly recommend it i love it and if anybody has any issues under the sun even even a sprained ankle i mean i don't is there something that you think people wouldn't come to acupuncture for that they they could name like a few things
1: um i get quite often um so for instance I, i was having a conversation with uh with one of our good friends that we have in common and uh, he's like, oh, you know what? You could see my daughter, but there's nothing really going on with me. And then later on the conversation, yeah, I don't sleep too long. That's normal. No, I can help. That's, that's not normal. Not normal. <laughs> right. Um, in, in the 70s, the World Health Organization uh, listed acupuncture. It's, it's really good for pain. And so people tend to think of it as pain only. But really, truly, I mean, Somebody suffering from test anxiety. Uh, somebody with with skin stuff, whether it be psoriasis or, or even just allergies, you know, allergic, right, uh, allergic dermatitis. Um, I can help with that kind of stuff. I can help um, food sensitivities or not. We can make it make a difference in that and help that. Uh, it, it's it's anything that's that comes into this. That, nature you know whether it be psycho-emotional type things whether it be uh, spiritual disharmonies whether it's it's physical of any type um in chinese medicine the nails fingernails especially are related to liver health so if somebody had like a fingernail fungus or something again like we have service um there are some things that it's way better to, to seek other things. Um, I had a patient come to me and, and he had dropped something on his toe. Um, the nail bed had become infected and he didn't really do anything with it. I looked at the toe. and I'm like, Ooh, we're almost to a green, gangrene infection here. At this point, I'm done. You go to the emergency room, get that taken care of, get that out of control and then come back. Right. Uh, pharmaceuticals, Antibiotics, things like that—they save lives, and, and they're really important in that regard. Um, I can do something with that. I'm running a risk of it got way ahead of me, and the patient's in big trouble, right? So get that taken care of, and then come back and let's let's build things up and help to repair um, from the sickness from the from the treatment, and, and get you back into that, that state. Uh, and that's that's the the value, in my opinion, is, is being integrated. Knowing when to let's uh, get you to better and knowing when to okay. To
0: exactly, exactly. Like I said, it modern medicine has its place. It yeah. absolutely has its place. And don't I? I absolutely take. I have to take my thyroid medication. I absolutely have to do it. Otherwise, I don't function. So no, no, no. When when to to do you know and and both you know you. You can absolutely take take antibiotics and do that and then come back to you one because after you take antibiotics you're gonna have some gut issues too so okay. <laughs> but um thank you so much kirby uh so if anybody's looking and you do travel you are a right. traveling traveling person so if anybody's looking to get a hold of you and wants to have you come to your to your their workplace, their home, how do they get a hold of you? How do they find
1: you? Uh, probably the easiest way is by mobile phone. Uh, that's area code 480-459-4426. Okay. Um, text or phone call on that one. That's probably the easiest way. Um, my website, qingdaowellness.com, that's u I N G. D-A-O-W-E-L-L-N-E-S-S S.com. dot com. Um, that gives a breakdown of of some of my story and what my services are and and all that kind of good stuff. And and there's ways to get a hold of me from that one as well. So those are probably the two easy.
0: Perfect. And then you're on Instagram as well. Correct. And uh, I'll have all that in my show notes so people can uh, find you off of that. But thank you so much, Kirby, for sharing everything today. Uh, and sharing your insight and stories were, I love it. I love it. I love acupuncture. I totally swear by it. And I think everybody should come see you and just be well, be healthy and well and find, find their best self and feel better, feel better all around. So
1: absolutely. Thank you, Gabby, for hosting me. I appreciate it
0: absolutely. So thank you so much. And thank you everyone for listening. We will see you all next week.
1: Thank you.